You are listening to Trophy Horse with your hosts, Tricky Mick, Alex, I Yield to No One, Steve, and Troy. everyone and welcome to Trophy Horses. We're doing a little bit of a different format this week. Uh, we all know the holidays can kind of take their toll on people's time and their schedules. So unfortunately, me and the guys were not able to get together this week to record a show, a proper show for you guys. But it being the holidays, we thought, you know, I suggested to the guys, why don't we just get together and, um, or not get together, but just everyone record their own bits and give our own individual holiday buying guide to make the bigger, bulkier, Voltron-like Trophy Horse Holiday Buying Guide, not only for yourself, for friends, you know, someone who just recently got a PlayStation 4, and you, you're like, hey, I'd like to get this present for my friend, because let's be honest, when you buy a game mid, or when you buy a video game console mid-cycle, the amount of games that people suggest you can get kind of daunting. Your backlog is immediately gigantic, almost insurmountable. So we here at Trophy Horse want to help you guys uh, pick through the pack and just pick out the best games to recommend or to get for your friends who have just bought a PlayStation 4, or if, you know, you're looking for one for yourself, or some games for yourself, and suggestions for yourself, we've got them right here. Now, first off, I'm going to throw it to Yield, the man who brings the awesome, and he's going to start us off by giving us his holiday buyer's guide of the games that you need to highlight this holiday season. So if you were buying a PlayStation 4 or buying games for friend or family, you kind of there's some questions that you need to ask. So we'll, we'll start at the bottom and work our way up. So if you're buying for kids, you really can't go wrong with a Lego game. I mean, they're, they're not offensive. They're funny. And, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty straightforward. They can be a difficult platformer for those looking to platinum it, you know, for a collectathon, I should say, not necessarily difficult. But for kids... You, you can't go wrong with the Lego games. Um, the Ratchet and Clank video game based on the movie, based on the game. You can never go wrong with Ratchet and Clank. Knack. Knack and Knack 2. Fun for even the adults, but even for kids. You know, it's it's very fun. Kind of will introduce them into, into a an open world platformer, if that makes sense. Nope, the puzzles aren't really hard. Um, if you're buying for more teenager, even an adult, the, the, some of these games, it, you know, it, it, it'll, it's more towards adult than kids. But for your older gamers, it really depends on what they're into. If you're into racing, um, Trackmania Turbo, believe it or not, just being a straight time trial game is pretty fun. It, for for some reason, you know, sometimes trial games, depending on who you are as a racer, is kind of boring because you're not really you're just racing the clock. But Trackmania Turbo does a good job with, you know, they've they've got the ghost cars that you can race for the best time for you know bronze, silver, and gold, and your personal time. So that's always nice. You you know, in a sense, you are racing somebody else. Um, 
I've played Gravel, and I enjoyed Gravel very much. Kind of a an off-road racing game. Um, racers, yeah, Gravel, Trackmania Turbo would be good. You've got your big hits, your Uncharted's, your Red Dead's. Um, your Uncharted's, if they've never played any, then go back and get your Nathan Drake collection. Go back and get The Last of Us Remastered. Tomb Raider Remastered. If they've already played these, then uh, definitely Uncharted 4. I mean, who doesn't like pirates? Horizon Zero Dawn is an absolutely amazing game. I would recommend everybody play it. If, they, if, they, if no one's played it yet, you need to go get it for them. I mean, not only is it just uh, visually stunning, but gameplay is solid, and the story alone would cover up any flaws in the game. Um, they did an incredible job with the backstory. You know, some of the stuff that you collect, and you click, you know, you click to it, and you read it, it helps piece it helps give you more of a broader picture of what's going on in this world than just what you interact with through the cutscenes and the individual people. I liked Mad Max. If you like your open world games, um, the combat. If you like, you know, if you like the Mad Max movies, um, it kind of uh, sets you in that world. Car combat is nice. It's not, you know, spot on. But it's still fun. Um, if you like the Arkham Asylum games, the combat, the hand-to-hand -hand combat flows a lot like that. It's not as perfect as Asylum, but it flows a lot like that. So you're not too far behind, or don't feel like you're so far behind. Murdered Soul Suspect is another little gem that the story is well worth the price of admission. Um, so it would be a fun game to play around like Halloween, you know, so that since, you know, you're trying to solve your own murder, but that's another game I would recommend anybody to go find and pick up. Um, the order 1886, pretty much the downside to that is that you can kind of beat it in one sitting, but I thought the story was, was well done, fun to play. Um, the Just Cause games, those are good for any, really, you know, teenagers on up. Um, I mean, if you like to go around and blow things up, um, that's your game. You know, with your, your grappling hooks and the, just you know, the destructive barrels and, you know, the gas tanks that you can just, you know, blow up and do crazy things, stunts off your car to, to make things explode. Those games are really fun. If you like the smaller games, um, you know, games that you can't buy physically, I highly recommend Firewatch. That was a, a fun game done by Campo Santo. Um, Salon of the Deep is another fun game that was done by Insomniac, who did Ratchet & Clank, as most of you know. I haven't played them yet. I've heard really good things about the Wolfenstein games. I got them in my backlog. Um, you know, it, it, to me, reminded me a lot of, you know, first-person shooters of, like, Duke Nukem era. Uh, a, lot, a lot of the 
PC gamers would know a lot of Wolfenstein from, you know, back when we were kids. Mm, other than that, um, there are plenty of games out there for the four that, that, that you can definitely find your wheelhouse, whether it's physical copies or on the network. So, yeah, I hope that did it. Those would be a lot of the games that I would recommend for people to play. Um, oh, one last one. Always kind of fun. You can let the kids play it, but I'd, I would monitor it. Um, you can Infamous Second Son. If, you, if you've played the Infamous games back on the 3, the 4 version, it, it's good. It feels more like Infamous 2.1 than really a third iteration of the game. But it was still enjoyable, still fun. So that's another one that would be worth picking up. Um, I think that'll do me for the holiday guide. Hope you guys enjoyed, and Merry Christmas, Hordem. All right, so before we go on, I know that you guys don't want to hear me talk about the same games that you know the other guys talked about. You want to hear about a wide array of games. But I do also feel like it's important to kind of co-sign or back up my fellow uh, podcasters on games that they like to kind of drive home the fact that, yes, this is a good game, and you definitely want to have this on your shortlist for Santa Claus this holiday season. So, Yield, you know, one of the games he mentioned was Murdered Soul Suspect. It's kind of a cold hit. It's not a game that got a lot of love for um, for how good it was. I know that I played it during the Trophy Horrors Trophy War a couple years ago, um, and I really only bought it because I saw that it was a pretty easy platinum. Uh, I did like the concept behind the game, so I did enjoy playing it. It's I would recommend it to anyone. Um, and it's got a really cool mechanic. It's a crime drama game in which you... Uh, inhabit people in order to solve a crime, uh, to find out new information, uh, go through all the steps. It is a very, very good game and just didn't get nearly enough love. So Murder Soul Suspect, I will second yield on that, is a game that you definitely need to at least take a look at and I would urge you to strongly consider buying it. Now for me, a lot of my gaming is built on nostalgia. You know, I've been gaming since I was young, so a lot of the games that I uh, grew up on, like say Mega Man, they're still making sequels for today, and even though I'm in my 30s now, I still love playing those games because I grew up on those games, and I'm going to enjoy playing those games until the day I die. My first recommendation is Mega Man 11. Now, Mega Man, you know, in recent years they put out some really good games. Mega Man 9 was really good. Mega Man 10 was a pretty good follow-up. But it's been a long time since those games, and, you know, the new Mega Man game, I was a little wary of it at first, but after playing it, it's beautiful, it's so much fun to play, the double gear system works beautifully, it adds another layer, you know, the the fact that they incorporate it with the bosses works really well, some use double gear, some use power gear, some use speed gear, so even though the speed gear is, tends to be the more useful one where you can slow down time, the whole double gear system itself works beautifully, and, you know, despite some of the Mega Man tropes of, you know, this is the, the ice boss, this is the fire boss, uh, Mega Man 11's bosses are, they're really well designed, they look really cool, and the you know it's, they're just the fun bosses to fight, and they're some of my favorites within the series. Like I've said on the podcast before, Mega Man Eleven is one of my top five fav- top five favorite Mega Man games. And when you consider the other ones like Mega Man Three and Mega Man X, that is some high praise. Good on you, Capcom. Next, we're gonna go back to the days of the PlayStation Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Now, 
I was a kid who I picked the PlayStation over the N64 initially, and the reason for that was because of Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Activision and Vicarious Visions have done a spectacular job bringing these classic games into the new age, and unsurprisingly, they still hold up really well. They're still some of the best platformers you can play. Crash Bandicoot, uh, Crash Bandicoot 2, Cortex Strikes Back, and of course Crash Bandicoot Warped. Warped being my favorite one of the bunch. But they're still really fun to play. The games look gorgeous. You get three games with attainable platinums, all in one package, so I highly recommend the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. For anyone who hasn't played it in a long time, or really, more importantly, to the people who never got to play it before, because let's be honest, some people, they were a one-console family. Maybe you had an N64 and you didn't have a chance to play the Crash games. Definitely pick this up if that was with that if that was you, because I would recommend it to any of my closest friends. For the next part of our Holiday Buyer's Guide, we're going to throw it to Steve, who's got a little bit of a different approach to what he's doing. His recommendations, he's going to talk a lot about a, game, about a lot of games, but he's going to talk about a place where you can get a lot of games for uh, a pretty good value. You're not going to have to go out and spend hundreds of bucks on all these games when it comes to Steve. So, Steve, take it away, sir. Oh, hey there, listener. Uh, it's me. It's been a long time. It's uh, Steve. Um... It's been a, a real long time since I've been on the show, but, uh, you know, th- things happen, uh, busyness, family, getting sick, the recording day changing, uh, every so often, but I do apologize for not being here to entertain you week in and week out, but hopefully that will, that will change soon. So we were asked by Alex, and it was a really good idea, to make sort of a holiday buyer's guide for PlayStation fans. And I, it was, it's hard to make that kind of buyer's guide when you don't know what other people are going to say. You don't want to show that's just a bunch of people saying the same thing. So I'm taking a little bit of a different approach. And uh, I am going to tell you that what you... What you, if you're going to be getting a, uh, let's say you're buying somebody a, new, a PlayStation for the first time, or you yourself are just looking for a different experience, I recommend you dive into PlayStation Now. Okay, PlayStation Now is a streaming. It's a it's a subscription service where you get to play PS2, PS3, PS4 games. Um, all kinds of games there, and PS4 and PS2 games can be played, you could download them and play them. PS3 games you have to stream, so you do need an internet connection for those games. But I wanted to tell you about this because I feel like too many people don't take advantage of this service. Um, people talk a lot about Games Pass and uh, for over on Xbox and how, it, you know, awesome it is and backwards compatibility and all this stuff but as you know uh red dead redemption 2 is one of the biggest games to uh, of the year uh sold millions and millions of copies but if you join ps now you can play red dead redemption the first game as part of that for essentially free i mean ps now i think is what 20 bucks i think i don't even know i should probably look that up but if you if it's your first time, you get a seven-day free trial, so you can play a ton of games over your Christmas break if you're looking for something new to play, or something that you missed, obviously. Um, so you could do that. I recommend, if you haven't played it, 
definitely play Fallout New Vegas. It is definitely 100% the best 3D first person whatever Fallout game out of Fallout 3, Fallout 4, Fallout New Vegas, and Fallout 76. It is definitely the best one. Uh, tightest story, um, great mechanics. The game runs really well. Um, the story is hilarious, at least I thought it was. Um, we have some other some other games here that you uh, that you should definitely check out if you haven't already. Uh, Alex's favorite, Bloodborne, is on here as a Sony exclusive. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus is on here as well, um, which I believe is the the remake. One of my favorite games of the generation, Until Dawn, is on here, um, which you can play. Um, if you want to go back in time, uh, let's see, what do we got here? I'm looking at the games list as we speak because there are so many. But I want to make sure that one of the games that I actually want to play, yes, it is on here. So, we have, I, I've said it on the show a few times, and if you listen to my other podcast on the Proven Gamer Network called Nintendo Dual Screens, you'll know that I have a very, very strong love for Dark Cloud. It is one of my favorite games of all time. And you could play Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud 2. You could download them right now using PS Now. I highly recommend them. And you could play them for, you know, we're not saying for free because you are paying a subscription. But if it's your seven day free trial, again, it's free. Uh, two really good games that will definitely hold you over till the new year or at least until Kingdom Hearts 3. Another game on here, uh, Dundara, which is an indie game. It's an indie Metroidvania um, that came out earlier this year. We actually had the developers on this Nintendo Dual Screens because the game is also on the Nintendo Switch. That game is, is fantastic. It's a Metroidvania where the movement is uh, directional and you can only uh, leap from platform to platform, but the, the level like rotates and stuff with you. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Let's move along. You got uh, Killzone HD, Killzone 2, and Killzone 3, and Killzone Shadowfall. You could play all the Killzone games on PS Now, right now. They're pretty damn good games, some of them better than others. I I thought Shadowfall was, was a really, really good shooter, but I think Killzone 3 might have been the best as far as story goes. Um, but that's definitely something that you might want to look into. Uh... Let's take a look at a couple other games. Did you know, listen to this, one, two, three, four, five. There are five Ratchet and Clank games on here. Ratchet and Clank, A Crank in Time, All for One, Full Frontal Assault, Into the Nexus, and Quest for Booty. Five Ratchet and Clank, Clank games that you could play right now on PS Now. By the way, remember when I mentioned Red Dead Redemption? They also have the Undead Nightmare expansion on there, which is pretty amazing, which is probably one of the best expansions of all time where everything is just undead. Uh, you also have Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6. I can't really recommend 6, but 4 and 5, pretty. Uh, 4 is excellent, 5 is pretty good. Um, plus there's pretty much every other uh, Resident Evil, the Umbrella Chronicles, and all that other stuff, if that's what you're into. Um, let's see, what else do we got? Um, if you're a trophy hunter, definitely, I mean, it takes a while, but these Le the Lego games, I know Tricky is a big fan, he gets the Platinum in almost all of them. You have Lego Batman, Lego Batman 2, Lego Batman 3, Lego Harry Potter years 1 through 4, and then 5 through 7. 
Uh, Lego Indiana Jones, the original adventures, and the adventure continues, so that's two games. Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, Lego Star Wars, the complete saga, and Lego Star Wars 3, the Clone Wars. That Those are tons and tons of really fun, relatively easy platinum trophies. They take a while, but they're pretty easy. Um, you just kind of play through and unlock everything, and boom, you're done. Uh, you know, get those golden blocks and whatnot, but there's guides for all that stuff. So if you're a trophy whore, which, why would <laughs> you're listening to this show, so I sure as hell hope you are, right? That'd be really dumb if you weren't. Um, what else? What else we got? Sorry if I uh, sound a little under the weather. Guess what? I am, in fact, under the weather. It's just a thing that happens, apparently. Welcome to my life, I guess. Anyway, uh, let's see what else we got, as I said. Uh, I want to find some of the some of the good ones that, uh, that I liked to play back in the day. You got the Batman, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Origins on there, which are really, really good Batman games. You got Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite. I mean, come on, folks. The, the list, boy, it is an impressive list of games. I'm not going to lie. As a matter of fact, I might do this from now on because it takes me years to get to start playing games sometimes. I still have Resident Evil 7 <clears throat> in my backlog, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, which I beat one back in the day. I don't think I beat two, but they're sitting there waiting for me to play them. Oy. So that's part one of my holiday, my buyer's guide. Um, so if you got some cash, uh, you know, like a hundred bucks or so. Okay. I recommend getting a nice set of Astro gaming headsets or a, a nice headset. Um, Best Buy, if you're, if you're interested in going to Best Buy for 120 bucks, you get the, the A twenties. Um, I really liked the A twenties. I thought they were, they had really good sound, really good, um, distance as far as the range the bluetooth range so definitely check those out if you're looking for something for a new headset definitely recommend that um so yeah i mean look everybody's gonna tell you to get your god of wars your red dead redemptions uh your detroit become humans is is um but i think the best holiday bargain that you can get is PS Now. PlayStation Now, folks. Go do it. Alright, before I leave, before I leave you, I want to thank you, listeners, first of all, for supporting the show, supporting me um, throughout the year and throughout this amazing journey that we've gone on together um in the trophy hoardum um thank you alex thank you tricky thank you uh yield for being some of the best uh co-hosts a guy can ask for um really really appreciate it and thank you for your patience with me not being able to record as often as you would like or i would like but um this holiday season, I want you to, I want all the listeners and, and everyone to 
remember what's important this time of year. Take care of yourselves, take care of your family, love each other, be excellent to each other. I say that at the end of every episode of Nintendo Dual Screens because I believe in being excellent to each other. That doesn't mean you always have to bend over backwards and sacrifice who you are for the betterment of other people. You know, you always got to take care of yourself. But what be excellent to each other means that your first thought should be to be kind, to be thoughtful, to be respectful. Your first thought shouldn't be defensive or with anger or with resentment. You shouldn't go through life looking to pick a fight, whether it's behind the screen of a computer or whether it's at work or through a text message. You should be looking to make somebody's day a little bit better. And that's what I want to leave you with. As always, please be excellent to each other. All right, and I'm back. And again, I want to just second some recommendations that Steve made. Of course, Shadow of the Colossus is one of my favorite games that has ever been made. So I highly recommend that whether you play it on PlayStation Now or you buy it from the PSN store or buy it from a store, play Shadow of the Colossus for the PlayStation 4. It's a magnificent game, and you won't regret it. Uh, Steve did talk about the Lego games, and I will tell you, they're fun family games. They take a while, because there's a lot of collection with them, uh, but Lego Marvel Super Heroes, the amount of space, like the city they create, and the amount of characters that you get to play as, it's just a fun game. So, Steve didn't mention Lego Marvel Super Heroes, uh, but the Lego games are fun family games, and, you know, if you're someone who likes a collect-a-thon, or, you know, um, they can kind of be kind of nightmarish, but they've always got that carrot on the string right in front of you, uh, so the Lego games are always pretty fun. Oh, and uh, just so you know, Steve, I mean, I know you know this, but I just want to throw it out there. I do not like Bloodborne as much as everyone else seems to like the game. I mean, I kind of like it, but I also more so hate it. Um, so yeah, fans of Bloodborne, no offense. It's I understand why you like it. It's just not for me. And if you do have a fan uh, of Bloodborne among your friends, consider buying them the Bloodborne card game. I saw it at Barnes & Noble last week, and uh, surely... For the Bloodborne fan in your life, until Bloodborne 2 gets announced, that's the next best thing. Lastly, you know, Steve mentioned also Until Dawn, uh, a great game. Uh, I know people don't really like the the movies that kind of play as games or the games that kind of play as movies, uh, but Until Dawn, Until Dawn is a horror game. You and your friends are trapped on a mountain, and everything you do gets to uh, helps decide who lives and who dies. Uh, the fact that it's all steeped in Native American culture and, like, the totem mythos, like, that's all fantastic. So please, uh, like Steve said, I will second that Until Dawn's an amazing game. And, well, you know, Shuhei Yoshida definitely stuck his neck out there for that game. One of the early games that he mentioned as a strong PlayStation exclusive, so listen to Shuhei Yoshida. Man knows what he's talking about. Uh, just some of the other games that I want to recommend, and I cannot believe that Yield did not mention this because he's a huge fan of this and he loves multiplayer, uh, Rocket League. Uh, great game to play online, great to play local, just a fun game. It's like one of my favorite multiplayer experiences of all time. I know the people on Nintendo, they got Smash Brothers now, they've got Mario Kart, they've got Mario Party, tons of multiplayer games over there on the Nintendo Switch, but for me, if you're on the Xbox or the PlayStation 4, I, I mean, it really doesn't get any better than Rocket League. I know that Call of Duty fans, and you know, everyone has their own favorite multiplayer game, but for me, 
Rocket League's one of those games I can always come back to. It's so simple to pick up, hard to master, and, you know, just really, really fun. I feel like if I'm ever in a rut or I ever, you know, need a game to play, I can always go back to Rocket League, and it's always a hoot. Plus, right now, they're doing their winter event where you can gain in-game currency, which are, I believe, yield referred to them as snowflakes, in order to buy cool holiday-themed gear to customize your car. So, never a better time to join Rocket League, because Cyanox is still putting out content for it about three years later. It's a magnificent game, and you need to play it. Uh, me, unfortunately, me being like, I like my single-player games, I like my story-based games, you know, I would definitely agree with Steve's recommendations on the Bioshock games, uh, as well as Yield's recommendation on the Uncharted games. Uh, I'm not really uh, super heavy into the multiplayer scene, <clears throat> So most of mine are going to be single-player experiences. One of the top single-player experiences you can have on the PlayStation 4 is Horizon Zero Dawn. Again, no one has mentioned this yet, which I think is a little bit nuts. One of the top experiences you can have on the PlayStation 4 is Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Aloy is a very uh, endearing character. She's a, a fantastic heroine. Um, the game itself, it's mighty and sprawling. It's, you know, it's enthralling, the fact that you, you know, everyone, when they started out, was like, oh, you get to fight mechanical dinosaurs. It's not quite that simple. The game, the action's so much fun, uh, the combat's so fun, the world that you get to explore is beautiful, lots of interesting NPCs in there to meet. Uh, the best thing about that game, though, or one of the best, the most unexpected thing that makes it so great is the fact that the story is so good. There's such a deep, rich story within that game, and it's so unexpected. And I think this really put Guerrilla Games on the map. Yes, we saw them do the Killzone games, but I really don't think we knew how good of developers they were until they put out Horizon Zero Dawn. Also, they have an expansion out for that, the Frozen Wild, which will take you, I think it took me about 20 hours to beat. So even the expansion for that game is pretty big. Uh, it's pretty meaty and definitely worth your money. Uh, so Horizon Zero Dawn, it's one of my favorite games. Uh, on the PlayStation 4, it got a lot of love from critics, and it got a lot of awards the year it came out, and it's very much deserved. So that is probably my favorite game that has come out on the PlayStation 4. Amid all the Mega Man and the Rocket League and the Crash Bandicoot, like the best game that I have played for the PlayStation 4 that is new to the PlayStation 4 for me is Horizon Zero Dawn. Before we go on any further, I'm going to throw it to our main man across the pond, Sid. He is the leader in Platinum Trophies. He's the Alpha Dog. And I'll tell you, Sid plays a lot of games, so he knows what's good, what's not good. So I'm going to toss it to Sid, who's going to give you his holiday buyer's guide for this Christmas. Sid, let him have it, sir. Hey guys, how are we? Sid again. Um... Right, this is not a Sophie's Trophy, guys. Um, Alex has requested we put together a little guide, or uh, I don't know what you call it, guys, to be honest. Let's say a guide of things we would um, suggest buying or playing this holiday season. Now, I have to say, guys, to be honest, um, the big games, I reckon God of War. I think that is a game... That is well worth buying. Um, now, me being the trophy guy of trophy hauls, um, I put that in parentheses, but you know, you know what I mean, guys. Um, that is a perfect one to play through and platinum. Uh, it takes a while, but it is a joy to play through. Um, I've already done a Sophie's trophies on it, so I won't go over too many points. 
overall, it is one of the best games I've played this year, if not the best game I've played this year. God of War, definitely. As for other things I've done this year, um, Guacamelee 2, I think that deserves a mention. If you like your platformers, that is um, an amazing game, a uh, worthy successor to the first Guacamelee. Um, which is also a great game, so I would buy them. Um, I'm not sure if they come in a double pack, but if they do, pick those up. They are amazing. So, I've not really played that much this year, guys. Nothing, well, I've played a lot this year, but nothing major. Um, the Bioshock series, I reckon, um, that's well worth a playthrough. I enjoyed those. Small indie games, you've got games like Hollow Knight, that's well worth playing. Unfortunately, I haven't managed to play Spider-Man yet. From what I've been told, that is an amazing game. Um, I will hopefully pick that up very, very soon. And um, a personal recommendation, even though I've not played it, is get yourself a VR. Because uh, Beat Saber is out and that is supposed to be amazing. Um, and I will be getting that one day. You know, I haven't really got that much I can recommend, guys. Um, I'm not too sure what I've played this year, but, you know, definitely God of War, definitely Spider-Man. Um, I I haven't played Spider-Man, like I've said, but, you know, word of mouth is that it is amazing, and I think that is one to get. Um, also, um, the first two Batman games, I have to say, I did those this year, and they are brilliant. Don't get Arkham Knight, it's too long and too bloated. Um and the Batmobile section, I really don't like that. But anyway, this is supposed to be what I enjoyed this year, not what I didn't. I've played a hell of a lot of smaller indie type games. Um, I, I do think the indie scene this year has been really good, um, all the little games. Castlevania Requiem, get that, that is amazing, that is well worth the money. Um, and... You know, I think that is going to be it for me, guys. I haven't, I can't really think of anything I've played this year. Um, let me have a look. I'm trying to work it out. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. That is a very good story to play through. That's well worth picking up, guys. Uh, especially now Ninja Theory have uh, buggered off over to the Xbox. Dark Souls 3 I did this year. I wouldn't recommend it for most players unless you like the Souls series. Um, if you like the Souls series, it is well worth it. But yeah, guys, definitely, guys, God of War um, is definitely one I would say is the must-buy for this year. Um, it got Game of the Year at, uh, at the Game Awards. Um, after that, I'd say Spider-Man, definitely, uh, from what I've heard. And then got a PSVR with Beat Saber, because that looks absolutely amazing, and I cannot wait to play that one. But I hope that's okay, guys. I haven't really plan this through to be honest um not that i ever plan anything through um so yeah god of war buy it guys that is uh, my major recommendation for this year i think this is uh, the last time i'm speaking to you this year so i hope you all have a great christmas and a happy new year and um, i will speak to you in the new year take it easy guys keep getting those trophies bye thank you sid for giving them the business one of the games that Sid talked about that I really want to highlight is Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice uh, by Ninja Theory, which is a very respected developer, of course. Fortunately for us PlayStation fans, they're now part of the Microsoft family. Uh, but with the games that they've done, you know, really good games, really respectable games, and just really fun games, Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice, it's, 
it, it's a lot different from a lot of the stuff they've done. Uh, still very story driven, but you know the the use of psychosis and you know the fact that you're traveling through a reimagined version of hell to recover the soul of your lost loved one. It's all just a very interesting game. Uh, and kudos to Ninja Theory because you know they did donate some of the money from the, they made from that game, some of the sales to uh, benefit mental health awareness as well as mental health programs. So they definitely did their part to to help with a growing problem within our society, and they also made a really fantastic game. So Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice, I will definitely co-sign with Sin on that. That is a game that you should consider picking up. So I'm going to round this out just with a couple more suggestions here. Shmups. Shoot-em-ups. Uh, very much an old-school type of game. I'm very much an old-school game player. Crash Bandicoot, Mega Man, you... I don't need to tell you all this. Uh, if you're a regular listener, regular listener of the show, you already know that about me. But Resogun was one of the early games that came out for PlayStation 4. And, you know, when a game console first comes out, there's definitely that feeling that, oh, well, there's one game to play for it. There's, you know, oh, there's not really that much to play. I don't want to play any of this stuff. And I feel like Resogun kind of fell into that trap. It's a smaller game, uh, game by Housemark, which excellent developer made a lot of the uh, smaller games, Outland, um, they also did Superstar HD, uh, just a lot of the, the smaller games that were successful uh, or big hits on the, the PS3 and PS4 uh, came from Housemark and tremendous development studio. Resogun's another great effort for them. It's a, a shoot 'em up, but you're instead of moving, you know, one direction, you're moving around a, like a cylinder. The plane is like a cylinder, so you're basically going around in a circle. You know, it's a challenging game. It's fast-paced. It's overwhelming at times, which the best kind of shmups are. But you know, there's those moments where you get by this, get through by the skin of your teeth, and it's just exhilarating. You're just like, oh, finally, I got past that part. Oh, man, I finally beat that boss. Very exhilarating game, very intense, but at the same time, very fun. And, you know, it's also got that appeal to it where even if you die, you're just back into the next battle or back into the level again, trying again and again, and it never feels frustrating. Which with a game like that where you're just surrounded by enemies, inundated by, you know, malicious intent, it can be hard to kind of get that feeling where you want to keep playing and where you don't let frustration set in. And by the way... One of the best, my favorite video game songs ever. I gotta hand it to Housemark, and and I'm sorry, I don't know the composer's name, but Avernus, uh, one of the the tracks for the survival mode for the downloadable content. Go look it up on YouTube. It's so, I love that song. I could just listen to it on loop for an insane amount of time. Uh, so Resogun is an incredibly fun game, intense, but it never gets super frustrating. The last recommendation I'm going to make. And for me, you know, a lot of this focus was on games. Um, I know that Steven mentioned PSN Now, but for me, PlayStation Plus is such a great value. Uh, you know, you can find it on Black Friday for 40 bucks, but um, even 60 bucks is not that bad to pay. I would gladly pay it. Uh, I do. I, I re-up my subscription every year. Uh, PlayStation Plus, you get discounts on games. Uh, further discounts on on sales than, than you know people who don't have PlayStation Plus. Uh, you get free games every month, and a lot of times it's smaller indie games like, for instance, Abzu, that you would normally play, but you know you get a chance to play them, and it's like, oh, holy shit, this is actually a really good game. You know, I'm over here focusing on the Assassin's Creed and the Call of Duty of the world, and here's this great little indie game that I never thought of playing, and I'm so glad I got to play it. PlayStation Plus definitely brings those to the forefront. 
uh, while also, you know, it will sometimes you'll get some free like AAA games. So the the, the PlayStation Plus Instant Game Collection is it is a great talking point for Sony when it comes to PlayStation Plus. I think the for me the most worthwhile thing has got to be cloud saving. You know, I lost one of my PlayStation threes that had a lot of important save date on it that kind of kept me that after I lost that PS3, I couldn't recover any of that data and then basically lost all my progress in some games to where I'm now kind of stuck as far as trophy progression goes. Now, granted, I probably would not get the Vanquish Platinum, but who knows? After a few years of being like, oh, well, maybe I can go back and do it. it I've had a long enough time away from this game. Maybe I'll try again. Nope, can't go back to the tactical challenges because if I did get Vanquish again, I'd have to start all over again. And I'm just not about that life. Poured way too much effort to that game as it is. So PlayStation Plus for me, uh, cloud saving is a godsend. The fact that you can upload your save data, you know, so you don't have to worry about losing your console and losing your save data. It's so great. The fact that it kind of sucks that you have to have it to play online multiplayer. I admit that, especially with awesome games like Rocket League out there. And I know people love to play Fortnite and Overwatch. Uh, I, I know that aspect kind of sucks, but the discounts on games, the free games for instant game collection, as well as cloud saving, it's it all makes PlayStation Plus very worthwhile. So that's actually going to bring us to the end of our holiday buyer's guide. I hope this helps you sift through some of the things that you can buy this year. I know even if you're, you know, whether you've just bought your PlayStation 4 or you've had it for a few years, you know, games come out all the time and especially this time of the year it can get overwhelming it almost feels like a waterfall sometimes where there's just more games to play than you actually can have time to or that you have the money to buy so hopefully this helped highlight some of the games that you should buy um for yourself this holiday season as well as for friends and family uh and on that note i'm going to end by pointing out that this month the uh, creators of the motorstorm series their new game on rush a an insanely fun looking racer Onrush is free for PlayStation Plus, so yet another reason to buy PlayStation Plus for your loved ones and for yourself. So this, we're going to have one more show next week. It's not going to be a proper show again. We're going to do something kind of like this. Uh, we'll keep it a surprise for next week, uh, but we will have a show next week, so this is not the last time you will hear our voices in 2018. So before we get to 2019, I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday Season. Uh, I want to second Steve on you know some of the stuff he said this time of the year is for family and hopefully you get to spend time with the ones you love and just tell people you know how you feel and just show people how much they mean to you uh it's the season of giving and hopefully this show has helped you decide uh the best ways that you can give to the playstation 4 owners in your life um from all of us here at trophy horrors merry christmas and we'll see you guys next week The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines.